In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A famous quote attributed to Gandhi goes like this. I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. Now, whether Gandhi or someone else ever said this, it makes for a popular bumper sticker. And it's a popular idea. Jesus was a nice guy, and you Christians should be more like him. You should be nice. While this is true to a point, our culture seems to preach that the highest and best virtue is niceness. They use other words to describe it, of course. Tolerance, acceptance, being open-minded or supporting progress. And then, of course, there are the vices that they oppose. Intolerance, being unwilling to change or being stuck in the past. Yes, the primary virtue today seems to be niceness. But in our gospel lesson today, Jesus doesn't sound like a very nice guy. He says he's come to throw down fire upon the earth and give division. Now, Jesus, it seems, doesn't want peace. He doesn't want to be nice. Now, before we get too carried away, we should observe that there are different kinds of peace. Now, in the liturgy, we pray for peace. In the Gloria and Excelsis, we repeat the angel's song of promise to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. And in the Agnus Dei, we pray that God would grant us his peace. So yes, Jesus gives peace. But consider also what Jesus says to his disciples in John 14. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Yes, Jesus gives peace, but it is of a completely different kind. Jesus is entirely opposed to the world's notion of peace. In his day, that worldly peace was typified by the Pax Romana, The peace of Rome was nice. There were few wars. The economy was growing. The arts were thriving. And the infrastructure was a modern marvel. Or consider how the Israelites were always looking backward. When they were led by Moses in the wilderness, they longed for the meat in Egypt instead. And the Jews of Jesus' day wanted a peace based on the good old days when everyone was nice. Just follow the old traditions. In the Gospels, people of both kinds of peace wanted to get Jesus to play along. 
to keep the peace. But worldly peace is a lie. The peace of Rome was a peace without mercy. And Jewish nostalgia denied the sins of old. Now the world will tell you that being nice is about love and tolerance and acceptance. After all, the goal of today's society is to make sure that no one feels uncomfortable or invalidated for any reason. Each person is encouraged to speak his truth. But worldly niceness doesn't love people. It controls them. Sensitivity training, trigger warnings, and safe spaces abound. And if you don't endorse deviant behavior, you're some sort of a closed-minded bigot. Worldly peace is not peaceful. Its message of tolerance eventually becomes tyranny. This so-called peace is opposed to love. It's opposed to Jesus. This tyranny of niceness shows up in our own lives, too. We all value time with our families. It's nice. We want to have it and protect it. But what if family time keeps you from the one who loves you most? Lately, it's become popular for churches not to have Christmas services. After all, family time is important, and they want families to be together. These churches have said, families are important. Why should we infringe on that important thing, that nice thing? But elsewhere, the same thing is done in the name of niceness but it's done by the state. In Uruguay, Christian holidays have been replaced with secular observances. Christmas Day is rather the day of the family. An epiphany becomes the day of the child. Even Holy Week gets displaced by spring break. But the truth is that in our lives, Nice things can keep you away from church. They can make church seem expendable. They keep you away from the forgiveness of sins, away from Jesus and the new life he promises to give in word and sacraments, which, of course, isn't so nice. So Jesus' desire in today's text is to burn up the tyranny of niceness. So how does one go about getting rid of this tyranny of niceness? It's not as though one can just out-nice everyone else or be more tolerant than everyone. That's what seems to have started the mess in the first place. C.S. Lewis once said something to the effect of, Niceness is good, and we hope that everyone becomes nice. 
But let's not fool ourselves into thinking that having made someone nice, that their soul has been saved. A world of nice people content in their own niceness is more difficult to save than a miserable world. Niceness is a tyrant because it denies the reality of sin and rejects our need for a savior. So when we hear in today's gospel text that Jesus wants to cast fire on the earth, our initial thought might be that he's going to send tragedy, catastrophe, and carnage. He's going to burn it all down. The ancient flood worked for a time, but now it's time for fire. Flames on flames will ravage earth. But not yet. For now, it is a different kind of fire. A fire, Jesus says, that is directed to a baptism. I have a baptism to be baptized with, And how great is my distress until it is accomplished. I have a baptism to undergo. And how distressed I am until it is finished. That last bit should sound familiar. Jesus is eager to cry out, it is finished. He is eager to undergo a baptism in his own blood. Jesus is eager for the fire of God's wrath to burn up our tyranny of niceness. But God does not aim his wrath at you, but at Jesus. That's what happens on the cross. For on the cross, Jesus takes into his own body everything that keeps us from him, everything that isn't nice. And he underwent crucifixion, a method of killing that is decidedly not nice. But it is love. A kind of love that restores things to the way they should be. Jesus is not a nice guy today. But he's not nasty or malicious or mean. Jesus loves. It means that Jesus gives you peace with God, a real lasting peace. And that same love is alive in you. For the love of Jesus exhibits itself in something that's not nice. Sacrifice. Death to self so others may live. Now, the tyranny of niceness is very willing to sacrifice others for it to live. But the unconditional love of Jesus that he wants to kindle on this earth sacrifices itself so others may live. A love that never sacrifices is no love at all. It's just sentimentality. It's just a selfish sort of niceness. But Jesus calls us to a higher love, a self-sacrificing love. 
And yes, it is a love that divides, for it is fundamentally different from the world's kind of peace. Yes, the church will be divided from the world, but that doesn't stop us from being like Jesus and lovingly inviting others to know true peace. For the fire of God's wrath was finished in Jesus' own bloody baptism. And he gives you its benefits in your own baptism with water and Jesus' blood. He gives you himself, his body and his blood that hung on the cross. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.